Welcome back to High School Backups Podcast. I'm your host for this evening, Kyle, along hot, alongside some ass boys. <laughs> and yeah, Steven doesn't count, but we still got <laughs> Andrew, Austin, and Justin here. Jake and Nick are unavailable to be with us tonight, but that's okay because the show must go on. We got they a have been episode. removed from the podcast. Oh. They are gone. <laughs> they have left the building. <laughs> No, <laughs> we have a great episode in store for you guys tonight, so let's get moving. We had a big trade in the NBA happen this weekend, boys. Kyrie Irving is officially no longer a Brooklyn Net and Peace is out. now a Dallas Maverick. The oh my official God. trade was as follows. The Nets oh. received Spencer Dinwiddle, Dinwiddie, excuse me, woo. Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2027 second-round pick, a 2029 first-round pick that is unprotected, and a 2029 second-round pick. And Dallas receives Kyrie Irving and Mark Keith Morris. What are you guys' thoughts on this trade? I am so so excited for uh, Kyrie to go on another team, put up stats for them, but have nothing to show for it in terms of wins in the playoffs. I cannot wait. And for him to be complaining that he's not the star because Luka is a million times better than he could ever be. Um, I, I, I kind of like the trade a bit, but at the same time, um, a lot has been going on behind the scenes with this trade. Um, now I'm also hearing that the Nets may also want to get rid of Spencer Dinwiddie after they just acquired him. Um, and then there's also the fact that like Kyrie wanted to really go to LA, uh, kind of play with LeBron again. Because um, he knows he can't win championships without him. <laughs> I love <laughs> like Nets said, "Big fuck you, Kyrie. You're not gonna go win a championship." And- and Love the him. fact that Kyrie did not put a no trade clause in his uh mm-hmm. in his contract really screwed him. Yep. Because he could have said to force them to go to send him to LA. But he screwed himself over. But I really think playing for the Mavericks, they finally get their star two that they really needed um to kind of build off of. I mean, Luka can't do it all, so I mean, hopefully with Ky- with this Kyrie trade, it alleviates some of the uh, pressure off of Luka to kind of leeway him into kind of just, like, playing more and not being, like, everything has to be scored through me, sort of vibe. Well, yeah, but to be fair, when Luka did have another... Sh- I mean... To be fair, I don't know if I really count him as a superstar, but I guess he was the only other person that really played with Luca. When Luca had Kristaps Porzingis, they did not get along together, and that really caused no. beef in the locker room. So, like, I'm not really trying to set, like, I'm not trying to compare Porzingis with Kyrie because they're obviously not on the two same different. Level. Well, they're also two different positions that they right, play. Right. Like, Porzingis yeah. is like a forward center, and Kyrie's a guard. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I know that was a big deal in the locker room when. Luka no, yeah. did have that other personality with him, so I'm not sure how that's going to play out, especially having Kyrie, who is known to want to be the biggest personality in the locker room. That's pretty much what sent him out of Boston, that sent him out of Cleveland, sent him out of Boston, basically sent him out of Brooklyn, let alone all the other drama behind the scenes. It's just, it's just whatever, it's always what Kyrie wants 
nothing else matters, essentially. I mean, like, I don't know, you go on. Here's my thing. I think, first off, the Nets are better without Kyrie. (laughs) First (laughs) off, not talent-wise. I think culture-wise, I think... Uh, now, they have won a lot with Kyrie. He has helped them win with Katie out. I can't say they hasn't. But overall, whenever he's been by himself, his teams don't win usually. They didn't win in Boston that much with with him. Uh, or I should say, they won more in spite of him being there. Um, and without mm-hmm. him, a lot of times they won more. Same thing in Cleveland. If it wasn't for LeBron, dude never wins a championship. Like, this just straight up. Like, his the, they sucked before he got LeBron came back. Then he made them good, brought them to all the finals, won one with him. Now, obviously... They don't win that final without Kyrie, but Kyrie's that guy that like, if you can get to the finals, if you can get through the playoffs in spite of him, he's going to give you some of those big games like that. But he, you know, his, I don't know. He, he just brings down the team usually. Um, so I actually think you just they're better. Gotta, you just got to get past his antics. If you can get past his yeah. antics and everything outs off the court type style, if you can get past everything he does off the court, so, and you play the basketball game that you want, you can win games with Kyrie. Yes. It's just that everybody gets way too involved in this outside world life, and especially okay. all the rosters that he's been on. And it's just like... I I would say it's more oh. the fact that, like, yeah, he's got all his off-the-court off stuff. But even when he's on the court, like, he's really, really good one-on-one. He's, re- like, not. I'm not even saying just, like, one-on-one when he's playing, but like him, he himself is just talented. Obviously we all know that he's great. One of the best ball handles. Ball handle skills are just like, yeah, but so he doesn't lead. Well, like we saw that in Boston. No. He doesn't know how to lead. Um, he had a lot of, but that's, to like, do. But that's why you have Luca leading the team. Luca right. has been I there think, he's, and the team has been going through him. I really think you have Luca still lead. I replace the two. Just like when LeBron was there in Cleveland, yep. LeBron led the team. Kyrie was their second hand man. So here's mm-hmm. here's like, what I think the Nets messed I up. Think. I think the Nets messed up though because I think they should have traded him to LA because those picks are probably going to be more useful from mm-hmm. the Lakers than it is from the Mavs because even if like Kyrie leaves this offseason since he only has one you know, right now it's only like a half year rental unless he signs with them again which he might but let's say he leaves the Mavs got maybe a chance at a championship with him this year if he leaves you know you took a shot at it that's okay you still have Luca. Um, but I think overall the Nets would have been better off getting the Lakers picks because even if he goes there and then he leaves there, like now you're looking, okay, it's LeBron and AD still, but even if Kyrie is there with him and they all stayed around for another two years, we've seen it already this year. The Lakers, you know, LeBron's getting older, so I think it would have been much more useful for the Nets to just say, you know what, whatever, go play with LeBron again. We'll get those picks. They'll probably be more useful, you know, in, in the next two years, so. Okay, yeah, they but- don't get LeBron's son. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. They don't get, they don't get literally the future of every single NBA all-star legend that we've seen through our generation go through. Like their kids are now starting to come up through the system and now they're starting to like actually get ready to be able to play. So like, you know, a lot of teams are looking at these new prospects coming in yeah. that like have all this legacy put onto them. And it's just like, Hey, guess what? You want all this, give it to us. Like, it's going to come benefit us in the end. I'm interested to I see where he goes, was... too. Yeah, that, that would definitely be an interesting topic. Not even, not even just like yeah. NBA. Because... I'm just saying like for college next year, I'm interested to see who picks him up finally. 
Right. I heard you. I heard you still dad, Right. Like his dad. His dad was able to just jump from high school right. straight to the I, NBA. And Bronny's not going to have that luxury. No. Not he also couldn't. Luxury. He also couldn't. No offense, but, but he's not his dad. No. It, at not, this point, no. doesn't mean he can't be great, he's but he's not what his dad was or is. But he, he's adapted. He's adapted. No, no, he's not bad. I'm just saying, like, he would not have been able to go number one overall in that draft like his dad. Oh, heck no. He's not even close to that. Speaking of his dad, LeBron is very close to breaking the record Mm -hmm. for being the all-time point scorer in NBA history. If that happens tonight, which it might, it's possible whether or not he does it versus the Thunder. Or if he w- will be petty and want to do it against uh, Kareem's old team when he plays the Bucks on Thursday, mm-hmm. it's happening this week. Regardless if it's yep. tonight or later this week, it's happening. Does mm-hmm. that finally cement LeBron as the greatest of all time? No. Wow. There's so much that has to go into like talking about that debate that. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard. I think that's a debate we need to have. Not necessarily yeah, tonight, no, I think next but week I'm just for saying, sure. like, yeah. In yeah. next episode. I, you know, no, the hard part about it for me is that there's so much, like, okay, so Kobe and and, and uh, Jordan, right? They were way more efficient at getting to the spots that they were at. I can't knock LeBron for, be, for getting it because he's gone longer than them. Kareem did the same thing. I mean, if you want to put Kareem, you should really think about you know, Will Chamberlain, you know, dude was an unstoppable force that if he had not, you know, many injuries and he gets to play longer, like some of these guys, like put Will now in today's NBA playing the same way he did and having all the luxuries that these guys have with technology and health and all that stuff. I bet you he goes and scores 45,000 or more. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about that. I like Will, the, but I don't know. Go look at his per game numbers, that. per season numbers, to where he got to in the amount of seasons he did. He easily goes over 40,000. For sure. If he plays the same amount as Kareem, yeah, definitely. Kareem doesn't... You're it, saying in today... Are we talking about like in today's NBA? Because I don't think Kareem does what he did in today's NBA. I'm not saying necessarily in today's style. I'm saying like with today's like ability to keep guys healthy. With exercise okay, science, physiology, also, all that kind of stuff. But that also means in today's style too. No, I'm and just saying. I'm saying Will just put. Kareem I'm just saying be... put. Give him all of the attributes that guys have now with science. Sure, you could do that with any number of players from the '50s. Give them today's yeah. science, and they could be ten times better. Sure. No, what I'm not... saying is that even with like you can give a lot of those guys, but they're still not going to be where it's, cur- it's where keeping the longevity yeah. longevity of their careers going. It's like having all this medical like technology that we have nowadays to keep us healthy and being able to have like all this science that we've been able to study from past injuries to kind of adapt so that we could protect our players a lot more. I think Austin is trying to say is that I think Wilt would have a better time reaching a higher scoring uh, record than he would have back then with right. all the injuries. He that's, what, that's what I'm saying is that he would have had a longer career. And if, and you look at how his career was already, if it goes to the same length of Kareem's, Dude scored a thirty was it thirty three thousand I think it was in like six or seven years less than Kareem got to thirty eight. You put mm-hmm. him in that, he's going over forty like LeBron's gonna do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the reason I brought that up was just to say like when we talk about like the greatest of all time, Kareem, Will, all those guys are up there. Wilt was 
ridiculous. And I don't know if he would have been the same player we remember if he's in today's mm-hmm. game. Maybe he, maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. But um, some people talk about him being one of the greatest athletes of all time, like when you actually go look at it. So when I'm talking about the greatest of all time, I think it has to do, there's so much that goes into it because you could argue for Wilt to be the greatest of all time, but nobody really puts him in that conversation because of a lot of different things. Um, mm-hmm. You put Jordan there because he went perfect. Now, if he doesn't retire, does Jordan get two more? He might, the way he dominated that. He may go eight for eight, and then there's no debate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's lots of different things like that, and you can look at a different perspective. So, hard debate. I think we need to, like, break that down if and when – well, not if uh, – when LeBron actually breaks it later this week um, and talk the, about that fully. The reason that I don't think – I think personally that LeBron, once he does it, will – be the greatest of all time is not only will he be number one in in points but to me championships isn't the end all be all and i'm actually going to bring that up when we get to tom brady later this episode Jesus i don't think easy steven easy <laughs> we, we will get to it when we get to it yeah but i don't think championships yeah. are the end all be all so the and michael jordan being six for six that's great it's not going to happen probably ever right but to me, that's not the end-all, be-all. You have other things you have to t- keep in mind with it. And being the all-time scorer leader, that's got to mean something. Not not to mention, does went to 10 straight NBA championships. He is also, what, third in all-time assists now, too? That he broke last week, too, right? So I think that's something that genuinely we will get to discuss next week. Yeah, I mean, it could also be that we're getting to the point of his career, you know, looking at it, like, there's a point in time that, I mean, Brady being the greatest, you know, regarded as the greatest quarterback of all time, it's, there's definitely a point where we, where there's a lot of speculate, or there's a lot of pushback on it, because he wasn't, you know, there wasn't enough to push him over Montana at one point, who was 4-0. Realistically, it was Brady getting his sixth Super Bowl was when it became, okay, he's untouchable. Even though there's still people that don't think he is, but those those people just don't watch football. But greatest quarterback, football player is another discussion. But um, but I think you know LeBron is giving himself a very good case for it. But I mean, you know, I think it, it we're at a point now that it could just be up to interpretation based on the person, just because you know it's. That was so long because I mean LeBron has been so dominant now, but I don't. Know, I think I mean a scoring title definitely helps him being all time points. That definitely helps out a lot, but I think it's still up to the. It depends on the person, really, who believes who's the goat or not. Yeah, I mean I agree with you, Kyle, that it can't be the end all be all for championships. I'm not somebody that thinks that either because of that's the fact that. Bill Russell is the all-time great. Like, he's the GOAT because he has the most. Like, and and did it 11 for 12. Like, I mean, come on. Like, there's no debate on that if you're going by titles only. I, I hate people that are like, oh, yeah, titles is the only thing. And then they're like, Jordan, I'm like, are you stupid? Then it's the guy in the 50s. Like, hello. Um, and then they'll be like, well, he was playing plumbers. I'm like, you know what? Shut I up. hate that argument Somebody so Somebody broke much. it down, too. I actually so watched much. a video on it. Somebody broke down, like, all the, like, era stuff like that and compared like players and styles and all that stuff for things they were like yeah this is a stupid argument but anyways <laughs> um the point is like you can't just do that you have to take all the things because points matter assists matter rebounds matter mm. and yes i agree with you i mean lebron's gonna be number one in scoring 
Um, he will never touch John Stockton. It's going to be hard for anybody to touch John Stockton's assist uh, record. That I mean, I was just looking at it the other day. Chris what Paul is, is 15,000. Chris Paul and LeBron James are at, well, Chris Paul's, I think, 11, maybe. And uh, LeBron's at, I think, no. 10 now. But either way, he's going to finish in top five of all of them. LeBron's number... fourth. Oh, mistake. fourth, okay. LeBron's fourth. Chris Paul's third. And what's Chris yeah. Paul at right now, 11? Chris Paul's at 11,000, yep. Yeah. So Chris Paul will probably not touch. He, he, what's he at? Is he no. close to 12? Or is he just over 11? Uh, he's got about 800 more assists to go before he gets to 1200. Okay. 12, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's at 11 two. So, you know, he's not going to touch it with his career coming, winding down to an end. Same with LeBron. And I don't know if anybody will, those are two of the gifted, most gifted passes we've ever seen in our generation. Uh, good luck. Anybody trusting 15,000. That's a ridiculous number. We thought Kareem's was ridiculous. That's actually uh, insane. So anyways, I, I have to agree with you. That's going to be a, a thing that has to be taken into account. All of that. Um, the ability for him to be able to play at such a high level. You know, a lot of people knock this because he's gone so long and be able to just rack up the stuff. They're like, yeah, but, it, you know, he, he should have been more efficient and gotten there as fast as Jordan and other guys. Like, cause if Jordan had not missed, what, four seasons? Because he retired twice, especially yeah. two two years in his prime. Uh, or, what, two and a half, whatever it was. If he doesn't retire in that, I mean, yeah, he's pushing 40,000, you know, uh, and probably breaking Kareem's. And he would have done it faster than LeBron. Like, yeah, that's all important stuff. Guess what? He didn't do it. And I can't knock LeBron for doing it and just playing longer, even if it was more inefficient. So I don't, it's a hard debate, and there's a lot we'd have to bring up for it. So it's a good question. Um, Justin, mm-hmm. did you have anything you wanted to add to this? or Not really. Um, what does it mean when it's like a unconfirmed or untested um, trade that you were bringing up in 2027? Oh, oh no. Unprotected. 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 So the NBA uh, is one of two leagues that does a draft lottery. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do trades, what that means is the draft lottery is your odds to get the first overall pick, essentially. Gotcha. So the worse team, the worse you are in the regular season, the higher chances you are to have a for, have a, for the first overall pick. So when okay. you can when you make trades with picks, especially those later down on the road, you can put protection clauses on it. Whether that's it's top fifteen protected. So if the pick is in the top fifteen, it will not it will not get traded that year, but the following year, essentially, is what it would be. So okay. in this case with the Mavericks pick being unprotected in 2029. That means no matter, no matter where the pick falls, it's Brooklyn's no matter what. So like if they were the number, if they were the number one pick, if Brooklyn mm -hmm. would get the number one pick essentially, or for the last pick. Right. That's a pretty dang good pick. Mm -hmm. It would be. And I, I do like in the NBA where they do have, uh, they have a rule where you can't trade consecutive first round picks. Um, of your own. Of your own, yes. You can't trade consecutive first-round picks of your own. So collecting all of these future picks for Brooklyn's sake will be good down the road when we get to 2029. And they have all of these extra picks they can go out and buy a top player prospects. at the time. Exactly. Yeah, they got all these prospects coming in, too. <laughs> that, too. But like when you get to six years down the road, they can go out and buy a then superstar, an aging superstar. Like, who knows? Maybe that could be Devin Booker. That could be 
Yeah, that was the first name that came to mind. Could be LeBron at this point, the way he's going. It could be. You're right. I don't know why <laughs> Devin Booker was the name that came to mind, but it was. I don't know. I was yeah, gonna say, he's not that old. It's going to be Luca. They're going to trade yeah. for Luca. No, but in six years down the road, Austin. In six years, Devin he'll still Booker. be mid 30s. What is he, 26? Yeah, that's the yeah. time you buy an aging player. Now you buy him in mid 30s. He'll, he'll, he'll be early 30s. Yeah, it's not yeah, like, I mean, I'm not it's saying not, it's not like but Phoenix like is going to win a championship anytime soon. But, no, well, probably not. No. Their, their window's closing. It'll be Luka. When I think yeah, of aging yeah, stars yeah, now, though, in the NBA, I'm yeah. thinking of like Chris Paul and LeBron. Who yeah, are now, but I'm 40. talking six years down the road is what I'm saying. No, no, They're I'm saying. I'm saying. No, no, I'm just saying like those guys. That's what I think of an aging as somebody that's at 38, not like. A guy who's going to be 32 okay. and still kind of Someone in his playing prime. 38 is just insane. Like, no one really should be able to do that. now, though. I know. Yeah, it's it's going to keep happening. Anyway, yeah, any last things to say about Kyrie Irving being traded? Um, I got to say, for Brooklyn, be excited that you don't have that selfish <laughs> idiot who decided to flip off all of Boston during the playoffs and get swept. Mavericks. I mean, you can't get Kyrie and expect him to turn your team around that much. Well, like, you know what you're on. getting. They're doing fine. I, I, I think they're doing fine. I, I just I think, think you just get a better ball handler in Kyrie. And I, they're, they're looking I think, for the better ball handler. That's what no, they no, want. Here, they I mean, they're, they're fifth right out, now in 20, 29-6. Yeah. Go, yeah. yeah. go for it. Yeah, well, I mean, the Mavs, I mean, Mavs fans should – they should be hesitant. I, I don't know if this makes them – granted, they have – their number one guy granted i mean he could have worked with kevin durant i mean and the, all the off the field personality issues with Kyrie. i just say maz fans don't get your hopes up too high but prepare to be pleasantly surprised if things go in a good direction but or he's just going to continue just to be himself and uh have fun uh with exiting before the nba finals as per usual with him so good luck well- you know what's crazy about the Kyrie Irving trade to Dallas, though, is that it's mm-hmm. in the Western Conference. I mean, I know Kyrie didn't really have a say where he was going, but I have to think that Kyrie definitely wanted to stay in the Eastern Conference. It's an easier road to the finals through the East, so I'm surprised. Ooh, no. Oh, no. Not really. Not really. You don't uh, think not so? This season. No. Not this season. No. The last two, two maybe okay. three. There's only three, three teams. Hold on. Hold on, Andrew. Hold on. Andrew. Yeah. Andrew, hold on. There is only three teams in the Eastern Conference that I think are that genuinely have a chance to win the championship. Only three teams. Oh, he genuinely have yes. a chance. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, three teams okay, in the Eastern Conference. That, it's Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and not Brooklyn. What the fuck am I saying? Not Brooklyn. <laughs> Boston, <laughs> Boston, Philadelphia, That's Milwaukee. That's so insulting. Are the three teams that I, I think I, are the I only have to say. so listen, no matter so so yeah. here here's what I'm saying. Yeah. If Kyrie gets traded to any other team in the Eastern Conference, whoever it is, other than those three teams, that makes a fourth team be a contender. Whether it's to Toronto, but, especially like, Toronto. Hold on, Andrew. Hold on. Yeah. Especially Toronto, it's definite. Mm-hmm. If he gets traded to the Knicks, they become a contender. But as of right now, there's only three teams. In the Western Conference, there is at least five teams that I think that could genuinely win the championship this year. Yes. The Warriors, I think the four. Clippers could there do are it. Four the Grizzlies could do it. Four. Who's the fourth, Andrew? The Heat. The Heat. Yeah. No, the Heat did not send a chance this year. What you mean? The if Heat they, added, if they added Kyrie to the Heat, 
door. That team okay, is already yes. stacked as it is. But yes, they okay, can already this, make I'm it. Right Jimmy Pluckis has been to. to the play. Oh my god. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This, this is a debate for another time. This is a debate for another time. I'm going to say something on it's true. We'll get into this. Kyle. Yes. The better you could say it's because hard or whatever. Okay, Denver has a chance, right? Yep. Denver Memphis, has, Denver's sure. another one. No, I, I'll, I'll give you that. Memphis, LA. Golden State has not shown anything to say they can this year. They are not anywhere near what they were last year. As of right now, I never turn them. I never turn my back on them when it comes to the playoff time because I don't care. You can what state they're in. They're in the playoffs. They are legit contender. I, I'm fine with so you saying was, that they could do point. that, but you can't. You can't just say they're there a legit just because we. It's the same as saying LeBron. I mean, uh, Tom Brady every year is a legit. It's like he yeah, was. <laughs> he was. He was. Uh, no, none of us really <laughs> thought he was legit coming into this. Yes, season. we did. No, no, no. We I said did. no. I a lot of us said I won't bet against him, but I don't think he's doing anything. There's a difference. Like I'm not going to bet against Steph Curry when he gets in the playoffs, but I don't think they're a legit contender as they stand now because they're not doing anything. They're bad. They're 28 and 26. It's not that good. Yeah, because well, they're also hurt right now. And they, and when they've been healthy this year, they've been up and down. Either way, I'm saying like when right now. they've been healthy this year, they've been dominant. What do you mean? <laughs> Anyways. What well, NBA season have you been watching? <laughs> the current one, but that's fine. Um, when they get healthy, well, they can be that team. But we don't I, – I have to go off what they're doing now this season. They have not shown anything problem, to be – yes, they are going to be. The problem I see with the Warriors right now is that you have Jordan Poole, who's now this upstar coming, like guard it's on your team. Wants, it's not him as a problem, but you still have all these older generation players that ran through the dynasty, and then you have Jordan Poole, who's trying to have the team run through him at some point, and he's trying to take control of the team, but it's not working because you still have Curry, Thompson, and Green. You're saying like, that there's having all the, Curry, there's, Thompson, and Green are go, are the reasons they're not going to win. But they're not the same anymore. Does like, it matter? Was, LeBron's not the same anymore. Hey, look at that. Chris He's not going to make the playoffs the, this year. Because he's the only fucking player on the damn team. Chris Paul's not the same player we've seen before. Uh, right. I, wouldn't make I didn't think I was going to get this without Nick. And, so, and so, this is beautiful. So you... So you're saying that the West is a, is so is it wide open win? right now? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying it's harder. I'm saying the East is an easier path. Is what Cleveland? I'm saying. I'm Cleveland's, Cleveland's been one of not, the Cleveland hasn't proven it that yet to me. I'm not saying they're oh, not good. I'm oh not my god! Not good. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're oh, not good. Andrew, oh. you are making me go fucking deaf. Holy <laughs> fuck! No, I'm not saying Cleveland's not bad. I'm just saying I'm waiting for, to see them in the playoffs, and then I will. Say Memphis hasn't showed a, anything a, either. They the same won. makes you want to have a colonoscopy. One good year was enough for me. Cleveland hasn't done anything yet with this team. With this team, a they brand new done team. In the yeah, exactly. And yeah, Memphis got. I know Memphis didn't on last year. They still made it to the conference final last year. No, they didn't. No, they uh, didn't. They got pooped on. No, my bad. But. I was mixing them up with with. The point um, is, you can't Dallas. go off last year's anything when we go to a new season. You sure have to go I can. Off. No, you can't. Absolutely, you can. Mm -hmm. Te oh, yes, you can. You no. can always look back at last year. You oh, absolutely, you no, can. you cannot. Last history repeats itself, Austin. Absolutely, you can. You can use that for reference. Right, so I can tell you that Memphis is not going to win because history repeats itself. That's fine. You can say they're not going to win. So they're not contender. They absolutely are. No, if you're going off history, you can't. Anyways, we're going to move on. 
Kyle doesn't know ball, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we'll next topic. We'll Kyle, what's the next? This yes, we will. Weeks. Roll the we'll tape. He's the next fan. He's the next fan. Back to this in a couple of weeks because you're remember get Austin. Torn apart he's the next fan. He doesn't know anything That's about true. winning That's a true. championship. That's true. That's the UConn fans. Hey, we have more than who's your St. John's. Anyway, anyway. NBA is going to continue to be our topic of discussion for right now, temporarily, because there is a couple, there is a big name from the Brooklyn Nets who may get traded. We don't mm-hmm. know. And as of right now, the Nets are saying, no, we're not going to trade him. But we don't know that. There's still two more days left until the NBA trade deadline. And yep. obviously the person I'm talking about is Kevin Durant. And I just wanted to talk about you all as Celtics fans. Mm-hmm. Would you want Kevin Durant on your team? Nope. No. No. Nope. Our team's doing fine. Because we have to give up too much to get him. Absolutely fine. What? We have to give up too much to get him. What yeah. if you? Okay. Would you not want to give up Jalen Brown for him? No. No. Because it's not just going to be Jalen Brown that we give well, up. Well, first for off, Durant. I don't want to give up Jalen Brown because he's still ascending. I know Kevin Durant's one of the best players to ever play, and he's going to finish that way. He'll be top ten. But the point is, Kevin Durant is aging. I get mm-hmm. prime, prime Jalen Brown, who's scoring, what, 27 a game right now? Yeah. And yeah. he's a Every great game. two-way player, and he's 26? Oh. You also have a very no. dominant team that you really don't want to mess up the chemistry like that, bringing in mm-hmm. a big name, a big ego like that. No matter what, like Kevin Durant's an incredible player, and an ego's going to come with that, and that's the one thing Boston we can't have is we'll beat ourselves, and we have a very new team with a very big name kind of in the middle of everything. I I think the reason why Boston works so well is that we have depth and that we are very well communicating with each other. And when we can do that, we can, you know, obliterate a Nets team or, you know, be able to hold off a comeback against or hold off, you know, a very, you know, passionate Lakers team or anything like that. Yeah. So and I... Yeah, you're saying... And, and if if you go and get Kevin Durant, here's what it's going to take. You're going to have to go up either mm-hmm. players or picks, probably a little bit of both, right? They're going to want mm-hmm. Jalen Brown and probably Robert Williams because that's people that were that was a package that was getting thrown around when we were people were talking about either trading for him earlier, like last, you know, mm-hmm. after last year, something like, like that. It was a three-player package deal. It was Peyton Pritchard, mm-hmm. so they could get that one guard. Jalen Brown because he could play two ways, and he's a and star. Then you get. And then you get Robert Williams, who's an uprising center, who would be somebody that you can build off of around the team with. Yeah, I just did not. I just don't want to give up three players when you have Peyton Pritchard, who has been there. If like Marcus Smart is out and we need a three-point shooter, he has been consistent in that role. I'm not giving up that type of player. I'm not giving up Jalen Brown, who's a star player who's working well with Jace with Jason Tatum right now. I'm not giving up Robert Williams, who's been a freaking rim protector the whole entire yep. season. Like, I'm not going to do that just for a star player who's 36 years old, nearing the end of his career, and it looks like he needs, like, a lot of help right now to be able to survive. And and the other thing, too, is, okay, so let's say you don't give up that. You have to go picks. Celtics don't have the picks to give up for them, so you're going to have to go somebody, no. and they're going to want... Like, the Nets are going to say, you got to give us Brown, and then picks, or something like that. And if you get rid of him, okay, let's say you, you, you have... You don't have to go either Robert Williams or Peyton Pritchard. Well, in the end, you're probably going to get Peyton Pritchard and, jo- and Jalen Brown. Yeah, if that's all you can do, plus maybe a couple picks, that's a great package. You still probably win a championship, mm-hmm. I would think, with that. 
but I'd still rather go with Brown because Kevin Durant's I don't think wants to come to Boston anyways. And no. um I don't know like how long is he going to be able to play in the NBA? Does he walk in free agency the next time because he doesn't want to be in Boston? I'd rather keep Brown because mm-hmm. Brown likes Boston. He's a homegrown player. Everybody loves him. So he'll probably stay here long term. Um, at least one mm-hmm. more contract, I'm thinking. So I'd rather do that. And at least, even if he stays one more and the contract, I think, ends in like three years, if I get him for one more after that and I get him into his early 30s, same thing with Tatum, I'll take mm-hmm. that over one championship with an aging star. You know, obviously, I know there's no guarantee that I'm going to win one. And if at the end of both, all those guys' careers, we would have won one only with Durant, all right, I'll look back on that and say that sucks. And maybe I'd go back in time and fix that. But I, not knowing that. Yeah, I think we'd win one either way, but um, I'd rather take the young stars. So is Kevin and Durant not the better player, though? He, he is the he better is. player. He is the better but player. Yes. But... So wouldn't you want the better player to win a championship now? No, no we have because right we, now. Can win, we can win now, and we have the added benefit of depth for the future. If I was a team that, did, that was kind of going all in, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, you look at, like, Talk about uh, the Hawks, right? Yeah. Look at the Hawks. I mean, there. it's you put all your. I mean, if you if you're a team that wants to win now, that's great. But Boston's in a really good chance that we have a lot of young, very talented players. Right now, we are the favorite for a championship team, and with you know Kevin Durant, but we lose a lot of players. That probably gives us a much better chance. But the problem with Boston is we have depth. We have depth, and we have a great team chemistry. And we have a future with a lot of our players, and we don't want to lose that. I'd rather take three to four years of being a top favorite instead of one, maybe two years as an absolute favorite. But at the same time, you can have a lot of very star players and still not perform well. I mean, you look at the Brooklyn experiment. You have what looked like such a dominant team. The Lakers! Oh, my God. The reason why also they couldn't get... I mean, Kyrie's because of the draft capital for Russell Clippers. Clippers. <laughs> so Clippers, I think I have a legit chance to actually win this year. But maybe it depends on who shows up maybe. in the playoffs, obviously. But here's my thing: if I was, if as Steve said, we're the title favorite, right? Like clearing away, and we're two games away last year. Now, if we were a team that was the Hawks or maybe a Toronto team that still is kind of young, but kind of like when you're not really sure who they are, those kinds of teams, um, a Miami team who again has some youth, but needs that number one star or ha- needs another star next to it, or even like the Mavs, right? If they had gotten him instead of Kyrie, the reason I, if I'm them, I'm doing that trade. Why? Because we haven't gotten to the finals. We haven't proven that our team can potentially win one. Obviously they didn't, the Celtics didn't win last year, but they showed in a lot of those games, they could have won that tournament. Or that tournament, that that series against Golden State, they had the opportunities, a lot of them, and they could have. There was a good chance they could have gone four one on them, but they were you. They had inexperience, and Golden State took advantage of that and made them turn over the ball. So, when I see that as a team, I'm going. We don't need anything else besides the depth pieces and those little things like Malcolm Brogdon. They saw the weaknesses. They went out and got a guy like Malcolm Brogdon, who when they need drives to the basket, need kicking to the corners, or you know, good timely passes, he does that for them. So they went on and did that. The so for me right now, what we need is we need some inside big bodies because I don't want Blake Griffin mm-hmm. playing in the postseason. No offense to him, he was a great player, 
We saw it last night. Dude can't shoot free throws, and he's not a great three-point shooter. We need a, nope. a, a big wing, uh, or not wing, but you know, four, really. We need that because we got Horford and we have Williams, but we need another big body to throw at um, Giannis or, or Embiid down in the post. Um, so that's what they need to go out and get. And I think if you... I like Cat. Right. Like Carl Anthony Towns or Rudy Gobert. You want someone like that from the Western Conference. One of those big, tall centers that can yeah, kind of so- pass that. Like Durant cannot compete with those guys. Durant can compete with like a Tatum or a Butler type player and a Brown. Yep. But he can't he can't match up against a Giannis and an Embiid type no. player. He may be able to beat them outside on the perimeter, but he's not going to beat them inside. Well, that's the thing like, is that I, is the one downfall. Right. We don't need the defense on the outside. That's fine. Like we need it inside. When when Giannis comes in right. or Embiid's down low, we need somebody that can stop that. Horford's good. He's but I don't want him at his age either going full seven game series with one of those teams trying to stop that. Um, I'd rather have a you know another body to throw at him, and if we don't get anybody, it'll be Blake Griffin, and I'm okay with that. But I'd rather be somebody else. So that's my thing: is go out and get that. That'll complete the roster. Don't go out and get a big star when you don't need it. Well, I would get Sam Adebayo. Right, as I would love that. Someone who, as a, as a team of a fan, uh, as a fan of a team that whose sucks, roster <laughs> is all over the fucking place yep. and i don't know i don't know what give me julius randall get. yeah Dude. give me him no i you know i was not a fan of him last year but he's proven a lot to me this year so no um but as a fan of of this team that i don't know what team i'm getting any given night am i going to get a team that's going to come back in the 76ers down almost 20 or am i going <laughs> to get a team that's losing to the fucking orlando magic right now like i don't know what team i'm going to get hey i mean um, to be fair the orlando magic did sweep the celtics so I was going to actually also say a hot take. I do think the Magic are going to be above 500 and a playoff team next year. Um, I don't think that's a hot take. Palavan Cheryl is, is, is a dog. Yeah. So will the Pistons. If Cade Cunningham stays uh, healthy they, next they, year. I was just going to say, if they can stay healthy and then, yeah, they have a shot. You well, know I mean, look, else, at, I think? look at Duran, Dur- or Duran, look at Jaden Ivey. No, I mean, those two guys next year? Yeah. Yeah. With no, Cade, it, it definitely mm-hmm. if. If Pistons can stay healthy, I 100%. Same with the Pacers. I think they if the need, Pacers can they stay healthy, they can be. They need to grow defensively. They suck defensively. Yeah, Otherwise, they, they'd be uh, the Hornets. The Hornets fell off. Hot take, Hornets fell off after dropping Miles Bridges. Yep. Oh, yeah. He yeah, was a, he was a, a much bigger piece than people That's thought. not that much of a hot take. That's pretty true. Anyway, any last takes about Kevin Durant? <laughs> Um, this isn't a take, overrated. but I'm going to turn off my camera super quick. I'm going to grab some ice cream cake. Uh, chat, I will be right back. Uh, um, he's while overrated. Steve is getting some delicious. Who, wait, who is what? Kevin Durant's overrated. True. You want to know? <laughs> you want to know why? He's never led his sure. own team to anything. Nope. What? Not he's never under. done anything on his own. So don't get. I don't want to hear he's the best player in the world when he can't lead somebody in the playoffs. I'm. I'm never gonna say he's the best Look. player in the world, but I don't think he's overrated. I. That's why I'm saying he's overrated. He's- you can't put him. In I the- think he's properly rated because I, pers- I, from like my standpoint, I guess I should say, like, right? Okay, well, where do you put him? Uh, like, what is he to you? Top five? Like, is he four, uh, two, five? Yeah, five. Well, okay. Would you put him fifth? Five, fifth. I think. I yeah, think. Really I think you could. If be- I'm doing it really quick in my head. Five, five or six. Yeah, yeah, like I'm putting like I'm putting Tatum top five now. Yeah, I'm putting Giannis top five. I'm putting. Yep. I'm not putting LeBron top five anymore. He's top no, ten still, but I'm not putting him there. I'd put I probably Embiid top five. I think I have yep, to at this point. And Jokic. Jokic and 
So uh, that's four. I wouldn't put Luca. I, I'd put Luca five. Either that or Curry. I'm okay well, with no. either one of those. Curry, I think, is not five anymore. Luca, I think, is borderline. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're gonna put the the, the Golden State Warriors as easy contenders, but you're not gonna put him top Curry. five. I think it's the combination. He just showed how good he was still last year, though. Yeah, but I don't think he's a top five player. I think there's other people. Okay, so than so him. so I'm not you've got the Warriors so, hold on. Are, so you've got yeah. you said Durant's still top five, right? Yep. Okay. So honestly, I'd put Durant below Curry because Curry's done more over the last couple of years, in my opinion, than Durant has. I was, when he's I'm healthy. Talking, okay. If you want me to, if you want me to do it based on what we're ta- what they did previously, then I'm putting LeBron top five again. I'm saying if okay. I'm, I'm saying the, like last. So, so okay. So we're doing just about? this year. We're doing just this. If we're doing just this year. Curry is not top five. I'm still putting him top five. He's still I'm, been just as good as. I'm also if Durant. I'm also going just this year. I'm not putting Durant top five. Okay, Durant so then, so then your top five this year will go just this year. It's Tatum up Giannis, there somewhere. Giannis, Tatum, Jokic, Luca would be there, and Embiid. Okay, I'm okay with yeah. that. So that's what I'm saying is a lot of yes. people are still putting Durant close to that number one spot, and I think that's overrated. Okay, I'll accept that. That's and fine. and and if you trade for him, they're going to try to get the number one player in the world's ransom for him, and I think that's also overrated. I, like honestly. That's I don't. Fine. I wouldn't put him. That's a reasonable I conversation. I, I, I yeah. I was prepared for a bloodbath, and I I prepared no, that's a my, lot of a lot of notes for this because I was prepared for a bloodbath. <laughs> but you guys were actually pretty realistic. No, with I what I, you were I think I so, think I honestly for me like, and this yeah. a lot of people wouldn't agree with this. I think at this point right now, Jason. I mean not Jason Tatum. Um, the Jalen Brown, and this is probably a little bit of a hot take if you're not a Boston Celtics fan, but. I think he's pretty close to being a one-up trade for Durant at this moment. Uh, no. The reason I'm saying no, that, is, and, I, and no. I know that nobody would do that, and I'm no. fine. I, but you're telling me a guy who can defend better at this moment than Durant um, can score not as good, but close to it at this moment. Durant has more blocks per game than Brown does in less games played. Yes, but, but I, I don't think Durant's on the number one guy every time. I'm sure he is. I'd have to go watch the tape. I haven't watched it all. I would love to know the at least, exact. At least for, I would say at least, uh, probably not all the time, but if I were to watch a like, Nets-Celtics game, I could imagine it would be Durant on Tatum. Well, a decent amount of time. Yeah, at Best certain points on, for sure. But I'm, I would also say Durant would be on Embiid too. He would be on Julius Randle. He would not be on Embiid. They don't put him on that as Why? much as possible because they're not going to put a smaller body like that. Embiid will go to town on him. Like, not because Durant's not a good defender. He's a good defender. He's too small for him. Embiid's going to, even though they might be the same height, pretty much that body on him. Yeah, no, they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason also no, saying, just be like a twig. Durant's also not going to be on the number one guy every night because of the no, fact not that they're every night, right. What I'm saying is neither even, would Brown is either. Brown's no, not Brown usually is more so because even though they have Tatum, they try to give as it is in NBA, like LeBron too, right? LeBron's not usually guarding the number one guy because they're trying to keep their best offensive guys as, uh, springy, you know, having that extra um, in the tank at the end of the game because you want those guys taking shots. Now they also want Brown doing that too. But as the as the one B to Tatum's one A, he's going to do a lot more defending. Now when they have Smart, Smart takes a lot of that too. So then they both have a chance not to. But when when Smart's out right now, right now it's Tatum and Brown kind of sh- sharing that duty. But a lot of um. Brown is doing it now because they switched so much in the Celtics offense or defense. It is a lot of spreading it around. There's not really just one, but I'd have to say 
Brown's taking a lot of that. So anyways, but back to the whole point of just like, before we move on, I would say if I'm trading for, for Durant, it'd probably end up being like, I think it should be Brown and then a pick or maybe you want a first and a second. I think that's fair. Because you're getting a super, not fair for you're getting that's not almost a superstar. It's you're almost getting a superstar, almost. He's not quite there, but I give me next year. I bet you we'll be having a different discussion. So, and then you're getting two picks, one a first and a second rounder. I think that's pretty my fair. Last, but my last thing is is for Durant is goes to the Trailblazers. They can really use that'd be smart. Damian Lillard cannot carry a team anymore by himself. He is at this point where yeah. he's the only person carrying that. Sure. That would make the Blazers the fifth team in the West for me. So I would see that. All right. That would, that I don't think they're trading him, though. I think they want to no, keep they him. They won't. They won't. They'll they're... trade for somebody else at this point. They'll use they all those. They said they're not. Um, I, you oh, know, they, I yeah. mean, next, I think during the offseason, they may trade for somebody else. To they might. Or, or try to sign somebody in the free agent market because I think they're good enough yeah. to. You know, they're going to make the playoffs this year. They're still a good team, and I think they're better defensively now because they have Dinwiddie – or not Dinwiddie. Uh, yeah, no, they have Dinwiddie yeah, and, Din- Dorian, yeah. and Dorian. Well, they had Dinwiddie on the roster before. Yes. Yeah, and then they got so rid of him. Dinwiddie, so yeah, they traded him to Dallas yep. at that point. So I think they're better Dinwiddie now because he, yeah. can, he can defend, but he can also score. We know how Dinwiddie can score, so that's good for them. They got some scoring punch back to offset some of Kyrie's. And then they anyway. got Dorian Finney, who's a better defender. So that's good for them. So anyways, I think they're better I defensively. Th- I think the Nets are slightly better than they were. I don't yes. think they are great right now, um, considering they still have Ben Simmons on their roster. And any team that has Ben Simmons on their roster is automatically bad. <laughs> ben but Simmons anyway. needs to stop playing point. Ben Simmons anyway, needs to stop playing the point guard. And then your team is so much better. All right, let's move we, on to the We, we are moving stuff. on. We are letting go of the NBA. We spent a decent amount of time on that. I feel like we haven't talked much about the NBA much this year. Uh, so we're moving on to uh, a thing near and dear to all of your guys' hearts as he, as this player finally retired for now. It's still early. He could come out of retirement a second, second time. It's possible. <laughs> but Tom Brady uh-huh. calls it quits yet again uh, last week. We didn't really talk about it much last week, but... Um, we're going to talk about it a little bit more. We did all see a tweet, and we all kind of reacted to this tweet in our group chat. If mm-hmm. Tom Brady should, uh, if Tom Brady's number twelve should be retired league wide. Before I give my take, I'm curious as to what all all what, uh, uh, Andrew, you go ahead. I'm going to say no because you got Aaron Rodgers still wearing that number, and if Aaron Rodgers doesn't retire, then like. Okay, what, if, what what if people I, I just, that already have that number are like allowed to wear it? Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. like Mariano Rivera. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like Mariano I mean, Rivera was when they retired 42. Who else wears the number 12 in the league? I think, I think it's just a, receivers. Clearly, I think it's just yeah. receivers yeah. at Good this enough. point. Clearly doesn't matter at that point. I think it's been a respectful thing at this point. It's just like a lot of teams haven't really worn the number 12 because it's just like either a cursed number for some rosters or it's just um, usually a receiver's. I'm sure there's more than we know. So are you for it being retired league-wide or against it? Um, uh, I, I'm against it. I mean, okay. I mean, it's up to I, – I think it's up to the team based upon each franchise on their own to score to decide if they want to retire it or not. I mean, uh, like, like Tua could have taken number thirteen, but he did it out of respect for Dan Marino because Dan Marino is one of the best Dolphins quarterbacks to run that team. So I mean, like, he 
didn't want to take number 13 because he felt like if he didn't wait, wait, live wait. up to the expectations. One of the best? One of the best Dolphins quarterbacks. I think he was the best Dolphins quarterback. He is Probably, he by yeah. far the best Dolphins quarterback. I, I'd say he's the best. Never saying. We'll see. But anyway. But, um, um, anyway, anyway, Justin, yes or no to retired league-wide? So, I don't know because have they done that for any other numbers? Not, no, not in the NFL. NFL. Not no. in the NFL. He's still, like, amazing. He definitely did make football his name, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. I have never heard of another sport doing the same thing for someone. They now. have. It's baseball um, and, and hockey. So hockey, in baseball, yeah. number forty-two is retired league-wide for Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. And in in hockey, number ninety-nine is retired league-wide for Wayne Gretzky. Okay. So it so has for been those done kind before. Of names mm-hmm. in those two sports, I could see Brady being that one player that they decide to do it for. Um, okay. So, yes or no, Justin, forward or against it? I can see a yes. All right. I, Justin, I don't know if that's a we have one yes, though. one no. Steve, what do you think? I, I think it should honestly be no. Um, I mean, if Tom Brady, like, passes away, if, let's say years in the future, or let's be honest, in, like, 40, Brady passes away. I mean, like, this year, really. And he's still the GOAT. I mean, he's still the go. I think that's more of a respect thing. But Brady's retiring. He could potentially, who knows, he could come back in a couple of years. Hey, Brett Favre came out of retirement twice, so. He did twice. And Jordan. And Jordan. But honestly, with Brady, I think it matters more to the Patriots to retire his number. I think it's just a bit much for every team to do it. You also have to remember, too, even though, yeah, he is the undisputed GOAT, undisputed GOAT of quarterbacks. I mean, it could happen. Who knows in the future? Someone could potentially pass him. I mean, Joe Montana was regarded as the GOAT, and nobody's retiring number 16 around the league. So if something like that had happened, like if like Joe Montana or another quarterback had their number retired across all NFL teams – Unless it was like a you know loss of life respect thing, it just makes no sense. Like no, okay. I think that's a bit too so much, and the outrage knows, from that. Two knows, one yes. Austin, mm-hmm. yeah, I want them to retire it, but I can't honestly say yes they should because honestly, that kind of thing really should be for a very special reason, as they did for forty two. There, we all know why they had to retire Jackie Robinson's. Like, that was a right. special player. And he wasn't the greatest of all time. Nobody thinks he's the greatest. But there was, a, there was a special reason as to why to honor what he did for the sport and for America in general. So, yeah, I, you know, because if that, then, okay, then you got to retire Jordan, you know, or, or something like you gotta that. You got to retire Kobe. You got to retire Kobe jerseys. Like, Have everything like that. Have retired that number yet? They have retired both 8 and 24. They yeah. did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. they did. As they but that's should. the thing is, like, you know, for teams like that, like, okay, yes, the Patriots will. Um, no, I mean, Buccaneers probably will. I mean, but it's been out of – so from what my understanding is, is if a team has a player that is retired who's been, like, a legend to that team. So, like, the Sean Taylor, like, who died very young, the Redskins at the time, uh, now Commanders, had retired the number 21 jersey. Mm-hmm. Out of respect for him. And then I believe Landon Collins, when he was traded to 
the commanders or Redskins at the time, had talked to the family about bringing the number out of retirement so that it could be worn in honor. That was one reason that they did that. I believe another team had done it. I think the Patriots had done it where, like, no play, like, after Edelman retired, nobody wore the number 11 jersey out of respect for him. Now Tyquan Thornton is wearing it because it's just like, we need jersey numbers. Because with this new college thing rule. happened with uh, Rob Nikovich, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, no, that is not true because there was, like, unnamed players that, like, wore number 50, but they didn't really get, like, much roster Yeah, time. they don't count. I don't count them. So, <laughs> in my heart, Rob Nikovich. But, like. Does his number yet? Uh, I'm sure, Justin. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that number is not. Um, but like, it's but not like that's special. Just, like a lot of players were like, "Oh, we should retire number 87 for Gronkowski." I was like, "Well, then you also have to like think about Kelsey and all the other tight ends that wear number 87 right now too." It's just like you have to well, think yeah, about you're that. You're not retiring like, for, like, like, but like that's Gronkowski. what I'm saying. It's just like you um, don't have to have. Now. You have one through ninety-nine for numbers of jerseys that you can choose. If you start retiring jersey numbers, you limit the amount that you can have for a fifty-three man roster. Think about it. Say yeah, you have but, forty freaking legends to retire out of ninety-nine numbers NFL, that you can choose from. The you NFL could drop is <laughs> the NFL is the one sport where retired numbers don't happen often as much as the other right. Three. And the reason it does is because they are a little bit more numbered. Uh, they they have the largest roster of any of the four teams. Right. For well, me, like that's- for me, I was not. I I am in agreement with Andrew, Austin, and Steve as I was not going to retire Brady's number league wide. But just in case I was outnumbered, I prepared a full <laughs> page of oh statistics my God. because I, I was prepared for a lot of outlash. And I, I I was also prepared to say a a hot take that Tom Brady is not the goat of all positions of all positions. No, false. what I was gonna say. I, I, I so I I think it's disputed. So let, let, let me let me just say my reasoning it, for it. Jerry Rice is the person I'm putting above it. Yeah. And I prepared I prepared a thing for it, Austin. So you can it's give me that argument. look, and then you can and you can give me some feedback after but jerry rice has these nfl records of 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 regular season records he has the most receiving yards he has the most career receptions most receiving touchdowns most career the most career yards scrimmaged most career touchdowns most career all-purpose yards most seasons with over a thousand receiving yards and the most consecutive games played with a rece- with a receiving touchdown. He also holds these playoff records, most career touchdowns in the playoffs, most reception yards in the playoffs, most receptions period in the playoffs, most consecutive games played with one receiving touchdown in the playoffs, most games played with over 100 receiving yards in the playoffs, most career Super Bowl points, most career Super Bowl touchdowns, and most career Super Bowl receptions. He also has the most receiving yards after catch. Um, the next closest person is almost 2,000 yards below him in Emmett Smith. He also has, the, as mentioned above him, the most touchdowns, uh, receiving touchdowns in NFL history. The next closest one is 175 below him in Emmett Smith. And 51 ahead of the next closest receive, wide receiver in Randy Moss. 
He also has the most yards in during one individual Super Bowl. He also holds it in sixth position and seventh position. So if you look at the top seven most receiving yards in one particular Super Bowl, mm-hmm. Jerry Rice is on there three times. And, and he and did to this. Top it off, to top yeah. it off of my argument, there is a uh, official Hall of Fame metric that is done by Football's Reference Hall of Fame Monitor. Jerry Rice scored a 311.99. The next closest player is Tom Brady with 263.03. But the next closest receiver to Jerry Rice is mm-hmm. Randy Moss with 150.12. So Jerry Rice is miles above all his other receivers in his position. He is miles above any other receiver to ever play in the NFL. He is miles above, even considered the greatest quarterback of all time in Hall of Fame metric according to pro football reference. So I'm not I'm not denying Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Clearly he is. He does have the most Super Bowls. He does have the most passing yards and on and on. Tom Brady is obviously the greatest quarterback, surpassing Joe Montana. But to me, with all of these records that Jerry Rice has, that to me is miles, not miles above Tom Brady, Ooh. but at least above Tom Brady to me. Well, because you said that, Kyle, I'm going to have to look up this metric. It's going to take me a second, but uh, I will read off Brady's. Now, granted, why Jerry Rice is such a goat is, I think, the space currently that uh, Jerry Rice has with every other uh, receiver. wide receiver in the Master. NFL. I, like, I get why he's viewed as the best player because it's like there are some people fighting for number two, and Jerry Rice is a mile above all of them. That I will give you, but... Brady, oh my gosh, I have to, it's going to take a while to find this. Hey, All here, of Brady's. Here's what yeah, I'll you say. you talk about it while I try to find it. The number one reason it has to be Brady, he plays the number one position. Receivers are important, and uh, uh, Jerry Rice is the greatest receiver of all time, um, and it is a receiver is a premium position, but the quarterback's responsible for way more than the receiver is. And without a good quarterback, you don't win Super Bowls. You can win a Super Bowl without an all-time great receiver. Brady did it a bunch of times. So that's one of the reasons I would say that is because if you don't have a good quarterback, your team is going to be complete dog crap. Um, and we've seen that through every throughout every type and era of football. It's always got to be a good one. Now it's a little bit less than it used to be running back heavy, but it still mattered. And now even more so in this day and age. And the progression of Brady over those eras of NFL, uh, from the defensive ones, back a couple, you know, when he was first here to now, um, and the fact that he has all of the records pretty much when it comes to um, quarterbacks and stuff and all the really big important ones and his ability to just win the important games. Now, obviously he didn't go undefeated like Joe Montana did, but I bet you if Joe Montana went to 10 Super Bowls, he would not have won all of them either. He went to four, he won four, that's great. But he didn't get to 10, you know? So that I think has to count. I don't like the fact that people knock people for getting to more Super Bowls or more championships and losing them. It's like, well, eventually you're going to lose. I'm sorry, nobody can win forever. I don't care who you are. I hate the Giants for ruining our perfect season that year, but like, it was bound to happen. Like we weren't like we 
could have expected it at any point to lose a perfect yep. season. Yep. And like the now, Giants somehow managed to do it. The Giants but still like, get lucky. Sorry, the Giants still got lucky. But yeah, it was an amazing helmet. catch. It that was second, amazing. That's still that's a lucky cool. catch. It's amazing, but it's that was still so lucky. lucky. That was so. And it's not lucky. even the catch. It's not even the catch for me. It's the fact that somehow Eli got away from all of our offensive linemen and the holding penalties that are defensive on that. Defensive linemen. Defensive Right, line. sorry. The de- oh, yeah, there was so much holding that was on that that would have been called in today's NFL. It is so, so bad. Okay. Yes. But anyways. There were, so, there were so many penalties during that one play oh, that e- would have been called in today's NFL. Yeah. But that's besides the point. But either way, the point um, is, I think that's the that's my main reason as to why Brady and, has to be. Across all the other ones, but the fact that he should fair. be just on that. But to me, just because you get the ball more and you handle it on every offensive drive doesn't make you automatically. I'm not saying it's automatic. There's much of the reasons I think he would be. But number one is the fact that he's given the keys to success. If he fails, the team fails. If Jerry Rice fails, the team doesn't necessarily fail. Now, there's a not, no, not necessarily. If your quarterback fails and cannot get any of your guys the ball, Jerry Rice or anybody else, you're going to fail. Like, Look at Nathan Peterman, okay? So look at look at Daniel Jones when he's not playing well, right? Look at Daniel Jones with bad coaching. Yes. Daniel Jones no, 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 but I'm saying like either, even, even with good or bad coaching, if Daniel Jones does not play well, what happens to the you Giants? Can say that, you can say that about any quarterback. That's though, what right? I'm saying, which I, understand, which I get. So that's what you I'm saying. Like, you look at Tua, though. Like yeah. Tua was literally a highly but, prospected quarterback coming out of college. And then he gets bad coaching, and he doesn't produce well, and it showed completely that. And he got and a name called like, to turn the ball to a bleh. to turn, a the, turn ball. the ball over. Yeah, thank you. Over to- <laughs> He also had some terrible nurses that did concussion. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, that too. But that's my point, Kyle. Is that in the end he plays a premium position that if he doesn't do well, the team's not going to be good. If Jerry Rice isn't the same Jerry Rice, they're still going to be good. So, all right, moving on. I think we all can agree that Brady is a Hall of Fame. First ballot. That is a very much that is a first. That is a guarantee right there. But I no, think we you have know to what? talk Hold about on. just for <laughs> the meme. Just for the <laughs> meme, Tom Brady is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm clipping it, no. Justin. It's at 101, <laughs> so we got to clip that. <laughs> 101 is not one. Uh, uh, gosh, Kyle, there's so many reasons why Riley should uh, reconsider. I think it's time we move on to the other yes. players that just announced his retirement before, today as well. Before, Speaking of not Hall of Famers. Oh, yes. AJ Brown. Uh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Oh, AJ Brown. Yeah. Oh, oh. Man. Young career already, already over. I have respect to AJ Green. I apologize, AJ Green, for just mixing that. Wow, AJ Brown though too. Wow, the disrespect to AJ Brown makes us do the Super Bowl on the size three tire right then and there. Hey, be AJ, nice about Antonio Brown, okay? AJ CTE. Uh, oh. Anyway, AJ Green did announce his retirement. I believe mm-hmm. it was yesterday on yeah. social media that he announced it. Um, I'll just wait. He's coming back me, with Brady to the same team. <laughs> to me, AJ, AJ Green is just Oh, he's almost doing it again. I almost did it again. I don't know why I keep <laughs> saying it, but AJ Green, to me, represents a lot of our childhood, uh, watching him in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, so to him, actually calling it quits and retiring is actually kind of sad to me. Yeah. But with Do all you guys, due respect, was- AJ Green, you're not a Hall of Famer. 
Sorry. Yeah, it's only because it's the hard hall- to put it there. <laughs> to be I a mean, Hall he- of Fame wide receiver, you have to compare it to the greats of He would have been Johnson. if he didn't get hurt. If he didn't get hurt, yeah. I mean, he had, what, back-to-back 1,300-plus-yard seasons back he in 2012 and 13. He had a bunch of 1,000 yards back-to-back, rookie too. year, did he play with Chad Ochocinco? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But with, oh. with, AJ, with AJ Green, the wide receivers you have to be in the same conversation with to get to the Hall of Fame. Wes Walker. Not a Hall of Famer. No, and he, I mean, he shouldn't I, be. Just like I'm sorry, Edelman he, shouldn't I, be either. I, I, I like AJ Green. Like, 100%. Like, he was that underrated receiver, went mm-hmm. under the radar, did his job, was consistent when he was young and in his prime. But, like, as you saw, as time caught up with him with his age, he started falling off. And slowly declined and declined and declined, which was expected. But like, I loved Prime AJ Green. Like AJ Green was a different breed, was a different type of player, was made some hell of a catches once in a while. Was there? Uh, his last incredible play was with the Cardinals with that one-handed snag. I mm-hmm. think and over three defenders mossed him. All and then got in for the score like that was just that was like the, a flashback to memories for all. Yeah. So the same you know the same Hall of Fame metric that I used when talking about Jerry Rice <laughs> in the Football Reference Hall of Fame monitor. Um, AJ Green's number. So just j- just for quick comparison, Jerry Rice's number was three hundred and eleven. I'm I'm rounding to whole numbers. So Jerry Jerry Rice's was three hundred eleven. AJ Green's is fifty one. The next close, the, the other wide receivers close to um, AJ Green are Deshaun Jackson at 53, Devontae Adams at 54, and Wes Welker's at 55. And AJ Green is less than all three of those. And I wouldn't consider all, I wouldn't consider any of them Hall of Famers. Now, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams could. He, he does have the potential to grow. I think he just needs to. Play a little longer, probably win a championship. Yeah, yeah. He can get there. He's not there yet, as of right now. But I'm just—I just wanted to throw that metric out there. Is if we're really talking about AJ Green being, yeah, he's definitely in the Hall of Fame. They don't think so. The the metric that I that I'm quoting here doesn't believe so. No, no I mean, but AJ Brown was still AJ Brown. AJ, oh my God, AJ Green. I'm going crazy right now. But anyways, looking at AJ Green, I mean, he's had five seasons with 15 plus yards per catch. He hasn't had 100 catches in a season, but he's averaging almost 15 yards a catch in his career. That is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. He's had three seasons with 10 plus touchdowns. He's had at least he's had six seasons. No, yeah. Oh, Jesus, one, two, three. Yeah, six seasons over a thousand with over a thousand receiving yards. Granted, the last one was in 2017, but. He still was a very good wide receiver, but I mean, hell of a career for him. That's, I just yeah. feel bad that one of his more recent memories was not paying attention against the game and <laughs> a game against uh, the Packers that uh, a fade route that he should have been watching the ball because if he did, it would have been touchdown. But nope, it was a game ceiling interception. Yeah, but, the, the problem for me is just he got hurt. It's, you know, nothing yeah. he can do about it. But if he doesn't get hurt, 
Uh, he's gonna be maybe a chance. We, had, we have a better conversation. For Wait, sure. well, no, he's. Yeah. I think he's definitely getting in. If he's the if he's the same player he was when he wasn't getting injured, which he showed when he'd come back from injury, he'd be a thousand yards. He'd come back from injury, he'd be a thousand yards. So, I think that's my thing. Is like, if he doesn't get injured as much as he did with the toe injuries and the other stuff, we're talking about a guy who has a chance to be at the top of the receiving echelon. But we just don't know because he never was able to get there because he was never healthy. Also, if he, I think, mm-hmm. had one of... Uh, here's what all these guys had. Good quarterback play. He had okay quarterback play with Andy Dalton. And then, of course, nobody... Because he wasn't around for Joe Burrow. Right? Yeah. Jamar Chase oh, is going to be probably Burrow. a great... He was, he was, no, he was there for one season was he there with for Joe one season? Burrow. Okay. With well, his rookie year. Fair, I think Joe but Burrow think, hurt that year, so I don't think he really played much. Well, him. so it well, plus was... he was old he anyways. played for him for, like, the first, like... Four weeks until Burrow tore his ACL. So, I like, thought he was in Arizona it, for three years. What is it, Because you have it there. It was in for two years. years. Two years. Oh, 2021 year. and 20. Yeah, so he was there for his rookie. Yeah. But yeah. either way, the point being that that doesn't count anyways because obviously he didn't play much with him and he was old. Right. If he gets it, like Jamar is getting, T. Higgins is getting prime Joe Burrow for most of their career, or at least if they stay there. And you got players like Moss. Moss got great quarterback play. Um, you know, he had what he had Brett Favre for a year, two years, whatever it was, right? And then he also had Brady, so he got great quarterback play. Who uh, did he have before Favre? Who's the quarterback? I don't know. I don't remember. Chris Palmer, I think. For, uh, um, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it was Palmer. Yeah. Carson Palmer. Carson and, Palmer. And that's not bad. That's not bad quarterback play. It's yeah, just that's, that's not all time great. But like Jerry right. Rice had Montana for pretty much all his career. Like, yep. okay, put Joey Rice on another team. Do I think he's still going to be all-time great? Yes. Do I think he quite yeah. gets what he has now? Mm, no. No. Unless he no, gets Joe another Joe Montana and Steve Young are a pretty big part of that. But Right. No. So that's what I'm saying is, like, all these guys, obviously, it still comes down to that. That's why, again, why I put it on the quarterback for being really the, the premier thing because they don't have to worry about anybody, which is also a knock against them as well or a, a thing that you have to take into account for receivers. But, yeah, A.J. Green's not a Hall of Famer in my book. Um you know, he never won a championship. Even when he, he even when he, he played was, with, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, uh, I'm looking at 2020. I mean, even when he had Burrow for the couple of weeks he was there. I mean, that season he only had one game over, <laughs> over like 50 receive, uh, receiving yards. He only had two games above 80. But yeah, again, he wasn't the number one at that point, and Burrow was young, and the yeah. offense sucked. Anyways, it was, it was Higgins yeah. and Boyd. We're still on the we're on the roster. Yep. Higgins was coming in as Higgins well. Was he was one was, at that point, right? He, yes, him Higgins, and, and AJ Higgins, were kind Higgins of one one. His, yeah, Higgins just came into the league the year before. Played with Andy Dalton for a year. They just drafted Joe Burrow this year. They thought Higgins would be the number one receiver going into that. And he year. was. He was. Boyd was the two, and then they had Green at the three. Yep. So it kind of played it that way, but like with Green playing the three, of course he's not always going to be on the field every single play for that situation. And also that was when they had a different head coach before they got uh, Zach Taylor at that yep, time. Yeah, exactly. The, everything was just different for him. So yeah, in the end, yeah. he's not a he's not a Hall of Famer. So great, uh, congrats on a great career. Like, like I'll compare him. He's like Julian Edelman. He showed up. He did what he had to do. He played. He got yardage. He did everything. But he just like did not get just, anything. Yeah, where I he mean, wanted. like give like, give like, him to Brady. A totally different conversation right now. Oh, like yeah. if we had an AJ Green on our roster 
for majority of our seasons, I think we'd be at more, we would have been more in the playoffs at championship, like games, uh, conference championship games, potentially Super Bowls every mm-hmm. year if we had an AJ Green. You yeah. know how awesome it would have been <laughs> if we could have exchanged Moss and just got Brad. Uh, God, now I'm doing it. Green after that. AJ Green. <laughs> you know? No, we got, if we picked up Antonio Brown, he'd still be sane nowadays, but that's well, a whole story. Green's last year, we were really thinking about signing uh, Green's mm. last season in Cincinnati. The Patriots had thought about signing him to a contract for a year to see how he would do and kind of play it out like what they did with Arizona so they'd have that veteran receiver and I someone who had. could actually train them. I wish we really did too because our receiving core kind of needs a little help at a veteranency. Uh, but like, you know, hey, can be the anyways, receivers I mean, coach. <laughs> so just for fun, you guys brought up Julian Edelman. Do you guys take a guess with that metric that I was looking at that hall of fame? Metric? They don't have, they don't have him either. Take, take a guess what his number is because he's he's on here. They do have every player to ever play. Are going to be under a hundred? It is oh, wait, very so under a hundred. So, so we're talking Julian. Edelman. So okay. Julian Edelman. They have every player to ever play ranked as Hall of Fame under this Hall of Fame metric. Mm-hmm. And take a guess at what Julian Edelman's number is. I think he's about like, green. So, I think he's, he's about not green. above green. Really? He's not. I'm actually green. surprised. He's I would have thought because of the the Super Bowls and the way he was in the playoffs, I thought they might have. But the next he's a, closest, mm-hmm. the next closest current player to him is Michael Thomas. Wait, oh, wow. Edelman? Really? We're talking about Edelman. Edelman. Oh, oh. Edelman. Julian Edelman. Wait, Julian so is Edelman. Thomas ahead of him? What? Is Thomas Edelman ahead of him? Ahead... No, Edelman is ahead oh, of him. Oh, okay. I was going to say there's much. no way Thomas should be ahead of him. Edelman yeah. is ahead of him, but not by much. Uh, he's what, at 35? It's going to be like 15. <laughs> no, it's low. definitely like 35 or 40. Any other guesses, Andrew, Justin? No. 69. <laughs> it's 36. Julian hey. Edelman's is 36. So that was very Look at close. that. Um, Michael Thomas wow. is 35. Jerry Rice is in he, the 300s. Damn. T.Y. Hilton is above Julian Edelman. <laughs> oh, that's, Hil- his, that's wrong. Here's the, here's the T. thing, T. though. T.Y. Hilton is 39. T. Hilton but you 39. have to remember with, with that is you have to count into yes, everything. Julian Edelman did not go above, barely never went above 1,100 yards twice in his career. He only went he was over a thousand yards. He was consistent, but he was the thing is, he consistent was... for us. No, but you have to take into account the playoff stuff, and I know the reason he's not yeah, getting into the playoffs is because he didn't do as much he has in the... the score. It should be higher, in my opinion, if you're really ranking that. Especially, if, okay, especially if you're putting Ty ahead of him. Mm-hmm. No, Ty, he might have been good for a little while in the regular season. They didn't do anything in the playoffs, and then he he wow. flamed out very fast. Like, he still should have been a great but, one, and he had injuries and stuff like that, but he still should have been way better than he was at the end of his career. But you look well, at the... Actually, he's played this season. Yeah, I know, He but, played yeah. at the end of the season for the Cowboys. Oh, yep. Do you guys want to hear how they calculate yes. this number? Yes. So, here's how they calculate it. It is similar to baseball references tracking of Bill James's Hall of Fame monitor. The full methodology is... Uh, they take 100% statistics of the player's peak year, 95% for their second best year, and so on. Bonuses are added on to all decade selections, MVP awards, defensive mm-hmm. player of the year, offensive player of the year, so forth. All yep. pro selections, Super mm-hmm. Bowls, Pro Bowls, and other statistics such as you No know, Super Bowl MVP? I'm sure that MVP awards was listed. Okay. The reason why he has his score is because of Super Bowls and MVPs because he's never been to a Pro Bowl. 
He's never been an all pro, never been considered for any kind of award aside from Super Bowl MVP. And he doesn't have very his his stats. I mean, the other thing, too, you have to remember, I don't know if it takes into account, but a couple years of when he had his his uh, career high in receiving yards in 2019, he also had he also led the league in drops as well. So unfortunately, Edelman's been unbelievably clutch in the playoffs. When he's in the playoffs, he is second only to Jerry Rice, maybe Travis Kelsey, because he's trying to improve. But still, he is still in an unbelievable spot. But it's the playoffs. If this was a Hall of Fame for the playoffs, Edelman's a first ballot. But because of the lack of other rewards and his overall regular season performance, despite you know, what we see, the stats tell all. He's never been above 1,150 yards in a season, unfortunately. He's only done that twice. He's only been over 1,000 yards uh, three times. So, unfortunately, well, that's that was, just... That was the 2017 season when we didn't have Gronk. Uh, he was injured. It was the he 2016 wins. season. It was the 2019 yeah. season. And it was the 2013 season. Anyway, yeah, Edelman's third, third by the way. He's behind what, Kelsey what, what, now. So, one oh. more, boys. To end the episode, we're going to try and guess a quarterback number for you guys, okay? We're going to try yeah. and guess a quarterback. I'm going to give you the top two players and their numbers. You have to try and guess who the third player is, okay, mm-hmm. for this metric. Tom Brady is first for quarterbacks, and his number is 263. Yep. Next is Pey- Peyton Manning, who's 258. Oh. Who is thir- Who is ranked third according to this metric? For just quarterbacks. Just quarterbacks. Oh, is it somebody who's played in the last 20 years? Yes. Big Ben? It is not Big Ben. Big Ben is very low down this list. And yeah, the, there is some there is someone ahead of Big Ben that I can't wait to tell you who it is because it's hilarious. And I don't I, I want to say I wouldn't be surprised if like Aaron Rodgers is thrown in there or some BS like they're overstocking on Mahomes, but I feel like it's going to be Aaron Rodgers because he has so many MVPs. It is not Mahomes. It is not. It's not Drew Brees. It's. It is not Drew Brees. Not surprised. Then it's got to be Favre. Unless it's Aaron. I think it's Favre. Final guess. Mine's, I'm going to say Rodgers. Rogers. I'll say Rodgers. Steve says Rodgers. Andrew and Austin say Favre. Justin, who are you going with? I'll go since your face um, lit up it's Brett Favre. Uh, Brett Favre is fourth on this wow. list. Brett Favre is fourth at 179. Wait, is it, place, if, it's, if it's not Aaron, let us get one more chance if it's not him. It is so Aaron. Okay. It is, it is Aaron. Yeah. It is I'm not third at 192. Wow. Not that much higher. Wait, so what's, what's Favre? Who knew selfish Favre players Favre can get ranked that high? Wow. Favre is 179. So this person is... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleventh. This person is ranked twelfth on this metric. Big Ben is ranked thirteenth. Oh, you I guys guess will this. never. You guys will never okay. guess who okay, this wait, quarterback wait, wait. is. Matt is Ryan. he? Oh my God, Steve! I fucking hate you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll never guess that first try. <laughs> Oh, the Hall of Fame is so. I'm much no longer. I'm no longer agreeing with any of the stats. Sorry, Kyle. You, you know, you, you really had something going there with Jerry Rice and versus Brady. Okay, and now Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan does have a Hall. Of, Matt Ryan does have an MVP. 
Matt Ryan yeah, does but have, like Matt Ryan does Drew have a Brees. lot of pl- Yes, Drew Brees is above him. Drew Brees is, ab- oh. is above Matt Ryan. No, no, no. What? So, Big Ben fine. has an MVP, right? Yeah. No, he doesn't. Yeah, I don't think he has an MVP. Does he not? I no, he has so. a Super Bowl. No, he has two Super Bowls. Two. Yeah. Two Super Bowls and a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. He Matt also Ryan does has have an MVP. He has that's all he has. Pro Bowl nominations. Yeah, but that's he does all have he has. Several- yeah, okay, but he still also has okay, several nominations. Pro Bowls? He has two of the biggest comeback wins on him. Yes, yeah. two of the biggest comeback wins on his Here's career. When I'm, hearing, when I'm hearing things like T.Y. Hilton is above Edelman and freaking Matt Ryan's not, ahead of... The reason I like this is because they're not... Championships are not weighed as heavy as other people make them. They weigh. have to be more, though. They can't be that little. They matter so much because the only thing fans care about. But, but it shouldn't... The reason I like this is because it shouldn't be. And no, it should. It be... No, it shouldn't not, be the end all be okay, all. And I did not fans, end all be all, but it should, but it should be factor. like sixty percent in my it opinion. Is it is so in this metric, it is the weighed the most. Well, metric, okay, so what's the percentage? Does it tell you what its weight, like how it's everything's it weighted? Uh, don't think because let's say they give thirty percent to like Super Bowls and own and, and wins like that, and then they give like just lesser, you know, a bunch like that spread out. I think Super Bowls they give like Sheamus should be thirty five percent for like a accolade, like MVP. Like to just for Matt Ryan, like, my, like to my, be able to rank that high yeah. up. Yeah, like I would love to know how close well, a championship to an MVP is, because in my opinion, a championship should be like significantly more than an MVP. So there's so according to this, there's also a seven, there's also an eight point penalty if you never won a championship. So they so they are taking a part. They are taking championships into effect. They also are they're they're also deducting points if you debuted uh, before 1980. So if you have oh. all of these records before 1980, it's not weighing as much as if you have those records and stats now. Essentially, that makes sense. Which, yeah. Which is, but anyways, do you guys want to do any more for this? Do you want to keep going? Try and guess people. We can do a or couple we more. We do a couple. Uh, let's yeah. do a couple more, but then I think we should uh, talk let's about our Super positions. Bowl picks. Yes, yeah. we'll end, we'll end the episode with that. Let's switch positions. We're going to go to running backs. Yeah. Running backs, the number uh, one running I wanna, back. No, no, I want to see. Oh, okay, well, never mind. <laughs> I just said, is Walter Payton is the number one running back. Oh, yeah, everyone yeah. should have expected that Yeah, one. but I wanted to guess two, and see if they had, like, oh, Smith or something. Two is Emmett. Two has got to be Emmett. I'll, I'll, let you guys guess, I'll let you guys guess two. We'll, we'll go from there. We'll go. So number one is Walter Payton at 214. Who is number two? I feel like two is either going to be him or it could be. Or, uh, oh, Jim no. Brown. No. Joe- um, I think, oh no, because it's like before the eighties. Trying to think, I'm just off the stats and stuff that Kyle gave me. I'm trying to think. It could be um Sanders. Yeah, oh, I think be. Sanders or Smith. It's, it's, are it's, be. It's, Especially since he has that two thousand yard season that was insane. Like, it's got to be Sanders. I'm it's got to be Sanders. So, it's Sanders. Gary Sanders is third. I was saying it could it's be. Yeah, so it's probably Smith. So it's yeah. Smith. Then it's got to be Smith. I meant Smith is fourth. Oh, so Who's then that? it's it's uh it's um it's uh oh. Hold on. I can't think of his name. What team did he play for? Uh, he huh. played for a one of the teams' names. Oh, no, I was trying him. to talk to Austin. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, – I'm spacing <laughs> on the – Oh, then it's Jim It's Jim Brown. Yeah. It's, it's actually Brown. Jim Brown. Wow. I didn't think Jim it was Brown is oh, when, he said, when he said it's named after a team, I was just like, yeah. Steve was, 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 was like, not, no, it's not no. named after Jim Brown. It's named after another Brown. I don't remember oh, who it is. Okay. Uh, it's, it's not so, named after yeah. him. 
Um, Steve is on fire with these. He really is. Wow. Yeah, this is incredible. Steve, you have this, Steve secretly has this probably pulled Yeah, up. right. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay, I'm too lazy. Um, okay, so number one is Walter Payton at 214. Yep. Jim Brown is second at 182. Smith. Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders is, is right. third at 177. Emmett Smith is fourth at 176. Wow. Can you guess wow. who the fifth is? LT? Ooh. It is LT. Mm-hmm. Yep, LT wow. is at 136. And the f- the sixth one, absolutely hilarious. OJ? That he's on here. It is OJ. <laughs> oh, it God. Is OJ. He was dominant, though. Yeah. Like, that is kind of fair. He was dominant. So they should OJ just replace his, like, right. replace his icon with a white Bronco at this point. <laughs> so, right. last position before yep. we do yep. Super Bowl picks is going to be tight ends. Number oh, one, Brock. I want to do corners. Okay. We we can do corners too. All right, fine. If you want to keep going, NDE. number one is number one. His number is number one. His number is one ninety five. Who is oh, the number wow. one tight end? I can see oh, it's. Oh, uh, oh. I thought you said it's yeah. Tony Gonzalez. Is it Tony or is it? Oh, is it Tony? It is Tony. Oh. Yeah. Really? I was thinking it might be wow. number two. Like, who's number two? It's Gronk. Oh, it's got. It, yeah, it is Gronk. Yeah. And then and it's Gronk Kelsey. 123. It is not Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey. Kelsey. Uh, I would say Antonio Witten? Gates. It is not Jason Witten. Jason Witten is below Travis and It's Kelsey. probably Antonio, yeah. It's it is be not Antonio, Antonio Gates. Antonio oh. Gates is fourth. Ooh, who's, uh, okay, hold on. Who's another legendary tight end? This guy is pretty good. Like, when I say his name, like, you guys are uh, yeah, going, oh, yeah, that makes uh, sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who do he play for? A lot of, uh, <laughs> actually. Oh, Greg Olson? It is no, not Greg Olson. No. He played for Olsen. the Broncos. He played oh, 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 for oh, oh. the Ravens. Oh, Shannon Sharp. Sh- yes. Yeah. I was like, come- I almost Kirk. said skip Shannon. I was like, that's not it. <laughs> and Bayless. Yeah. Shannon Sharp is number three. I can't believe I didn't think about that. Was four. Number five. I don't know. I, I mean, Skip said that he's this. just jealous of Brady, so I don't know. <laughs> if you guys can guess this fifth person, I have never heard of him. He played you, in the 80s. Who did he play for? He played oh, for God. the Raiders, the Oilers, and the Vikings. Oh, God. I've never heard of this guy Wait. before. Are you sure the Oilers? That's not even. Oh, what's his it name? Was. The Houston it was. Team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Titans, but the, they yeah. are. They were. Team what's his then. name? I you were talking about Edmonton at first. I'm like, no, I'm not. Sure? What's his name? <laughs> he switched sports for a year, Justin. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's a ghost. Uh, He's a ghost. That's a big hint, by the way. If you guys knew He's who a this ghost? was. Is it like ghoul or something like that? <laughs> no. Too much. Wait, 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 wait. Did he did he only play wait, what other teams did he play for besides the Oilers? He played for the Raiders and the Vikings. Wait, I don't think he did he play. No, he, he did played, wear number eighty seven no. he did wear it's number eighty seven. I can't think of it it's not right now. Delaney Walker, is it? No, it's Dave. Because he no, played Delaney. later. He played for the Titans, it's Dave, right? It was who? Dave Casper. Dave Casper. Oh, Dave. Yes, oh, I know. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, anyway, Jake would have known that. Number six. Number six. It's got to be Greg Olson. It is not. No, it's going to be. Is it Delaney Walker? It is not. Huh. Greg Olson it's, is. It's probably further down. Yeah, he didn't have a <laughs> great. Wait, Greg, just give us. Just give us Greg oh, yeah. Olson's number. Just give us Greg Olson's number. Greg Olson's number is forty-four. Oh, I'm not oh, surprised. Tight end? He was yeah. great, but he didn't no, have a. No, he yeah, like didn't have rank, a championship. He's not yeah. like ranked, oh. Steve. It's his Hall oh. of Fame metric. Hall of Fame metric is yeah. forty-four. Um, wow. Who else did you want to know? 
Antonio, oh, where, where is Tel- Kelsey? You want to do? Uh, Kelsey is the next person I was having you guys guess at six. He's oh, see, I was going to say, I was going to say. Uh, yeah, Kelsey that makes sense. Oh, Kelsey um, yes, is phenomenal. What position do you guys want? Cornerback. So, corner, they don't have on here. So, it would be, is it uh, DB? Would be is it just DB? It's DB. It's under DB. Okay. Okay. Number one is. Well, you gotta include, but you got wait no you got to include safeties and everything else true. in this situation because it, it is be. it, it is DB. True. I'm gonna say so still probably either. I, I'm still gonna Reed say Sanders. High? It's got to be Sanders. Yeah, it probably I feel is like Sanders. Ed Reed maybe. Ed Reed, or Ed, Reed's, or... Ed Reed's a three. Ed Reed's got to yeah. be a three for me on this. And then yeah. and then um, Revis is probably top three too, right? Revis no. is top, no, Revis is definitely like a seven. He's at he's, yeah, he's at I think he's top five, five, but I could be wrong. I'm trying to think of all the great s- safeties and well, you got Ty Revis Law though too. Yeah, I was oh, okay. so close. That was good. That was good. Revis is eight. Okay, so number uh, one, number yeah, one, I'm gonna go with you. Is it is not Sanders. It is not Ed Reed. Dang, uh, so well, it's going. Sanders two at least. Yes, Sanders when, did, is Sanders. when did he play? Like, how long ago did this guy play? Uh, he retired in 2003. And he, played, he played from 1987 to 2003. So he had a long career. Is this, this isn't Champ Bailey, is it? It is mm-hmm. not. He played for the Steelers, the Niners, the Ravens, and the Raiders. He wore number 26. Oh, what's the? What's the? Yeah, yeah, uh, Rodgers, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, really, he's the top. Wow. Interesting. Once you once you said Raiders and Packers, I yeah, was like, yeah, I was like, that I was trying to make sense. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I, number three. Uh, I'm gonna say Ed Reed. Is it Ed? It is not. Ed Reed is fourth. Oh, who's, is it Champ Bailey? It is not Champ Bailey. Who the heck? This guy wore number forty-two. He played in the 80s and 90s. He played for the Niners, the Raiders, and the Jets. Ooh, this one's tough. It's tough. I think I know this, DB. Uh, Yeah, I got nothing right now. Just because, like, it's because it's safeties and corners at this point. So it's like you have to figure out. Mm -hmm. Hey, we have the same birthday. That's so helpful, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kyle. All right, who uh, is it's it? Ronnie Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott. Oh my god. <laughs> Why? Cuz I think it was Ronnie Lott. Um, try and guess Champ Bailey's number. See is it like it. 12? He is 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 Ten. 9 10. 10. He's uh 108. Wow. All right. All right. So let's go to I'm let's really go to curious, Where does uh how does uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey rank? I'm just curious. He's got to be below. Or Gilmore. Gotta be like, gotta be like, Gilmore's got to be up at like 12. Nah, I While think I'm looking 15. for him, uh, try and lower, guess uh, Palomalo's uh, number. Or his rank, not ranking. 15. His, uh, no, not that. Like his actual metric number. Uh, I like right around. Bill. He's not that low. He's 97. Yeah, I was gonna guess like just under 100. Does that put him in top 10? No, he is not top 10. He's low. That's Um, wild. I was thinking 20. Jalen Ramsey Ramsey and Stefan Gilmore. I want to know where those two rank. Uh, well, they're both Tyron Matthew. I'll tell you that. What about is Richard Sherman ranked higher than them? I'll get to that in a second. Um, Jalen Ramsey. 
Jalen Ramsey is rank is uh his metric number is fifty point four. Okay. Who else was I doing? Uh, Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. Gilmore. I'll start from the from the top again. Go oh yeah, Gilmore has a defensive play of the year and a Super Bowl, and, so that's gonna help yeah. him. Richard Sherman is eighty three. Yep. So that's uh, Stephon Gilmore. There he is. Uh, he's sixty two. Yeah. 62. That's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, the defensive player of the year has got to be huge for his metric for sure. Yeah, but then it was the fall off. The fall off afterwards though doesn't help him. Yeah, no, but... it's true. Um, anyway, okay. so do you guys just... want to do this one more time, or do we want? To do Super I, I want to see uh, either uh, defensive or linebacker. We'll do yeah. linebackers. What kind of linebacker? Because they break it up into two. Oh, okay. Which, uh, they do oh, outside and inside. My... Inside Middle. and outside. What kind? Yeah, inside linebacker for sure. Want to do inside? Is that what Maybe you even want? just do defensive. I think, we should, I, I think we should just do this next week with everyone. Yeah, we have, actually, that's uh, a good idea. Let's do it next yeah, week. Just yeah, just because I feel I like this would be a fun one to do with these right. with the other guys. All right, sounds good. So in that case, Super Bowl picks. Andrew, All right, what do you Kyle. Got? Yeah, um, I'll wait for Kyle's um, dumb I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Eagles, and yeah, I I want Kyle to. I'm making a deal with Kyle right I'm, now. I'm gonna go last. I'm gonna go last. Austin, who's your Super Bowl um, pick? I'm picking the the Kelsey brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm going Eagles. I do not want Patrick Mahomes to win, and or the Kansas City Chiefs. And mm-hmm. I also legitimately think it'll be a good game, unlike Kyle. But um, I think that I the it is gonna be a good game. A blowout um, is a good game. Um, I think it'll be a closer game than Kyle thinks. We all know it will be. Kyle, Kyle's dumb and gave us, what, three touchdowns? So, or gave yes. Nick three touchdowns? Even though he didn't mean to, but yeah, it's going to be no it's gonna be the Eagles. Uh, Justin? So, I do want the Eagles to win. I also just looked this up. It's at State Farm Stadium, so we know who to riot against if Patrick Mahomes wins. <laughs> I like so, that idea. Uh, Steve? Uh, give me the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles have a team that, if it weren't for Patrick Mahomes pulling pulling BS out, this is a team that could honestly blow them out. But I'm gonna give it the Eagles, probably by one, maybe two scores. But if it's two scores, it's probably like um, ten points. I, I will, I will just say one thing before Kyle goes that both teams had the same record. Both teams had. We're both the number one teams in their conferences, mm-hmm. and both teams scored the same amount of points this season. Yep. They also played the same amount of games this season. Ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, um, before, before I give my take, I do just want to say I did make a mistake last week. I meant to only say the Chiefs win by 14, not 21. So that is me being dumb with math. Uh, but anyway, I still, I'm still doubling down. I'm sticking to my word. Chiefs win, and I still do think... And he's going to be drinking by, a shoey, so... I, I still hey, um, think by um, more than one score. So... Chiefs win. I'll be the only one right on this podcast next week. I um, love hey, you. Everyone went wrong hey, on this hey, podcast. You want to make a deal with this right now? Pens, what is the deal? Um, loser has to make a statement apologizing to the other fan base <laughs> saying <laughs> that they were wrong. Um, did you I can write it for you again, Kyle. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, sure. Why oh, not? here we Wait, go. Who, 
Who am I apologize? I'd be apologizing to the Eagles fans. Is that what I'd be doing? Yes. Ooh. As a Giants fan. That's As a Giants fan. Yep. And I will happily write this for you. And you have to wear every Giants paraphernalia you have. Yes. That's a lot. I'd be a thick man, Austin, if I'm doing that. Thicker. Um, <laughs> anyway, sure, Andrew, I'm, I'll take that back some confidence. So if I lose, not only am I going to have to do a shooey, I'm going to have to say some dumbass well, comment no. again. Well, no, you only have to do a shooey if it's... Uh, if no, they... no, if I lose. Oh, yeah, that's right. Lose, yeah, because you said bye. That's right. <laughs> and we yeah, will I film lose. it and post it. Also, Kyle, no, you have to worry about saying some dumbass that. comment because you take care of that anyway, so don't worry. <laughs> I don't know if a shoey will go live. I haven't decided yet. We may just – I don't know if I want my boss to see that. I, I have respect for him enough to not see that. So, Well, you should have watch. better football takes if you do. <laughs> I have an amazing take, and I'll be right on Tuesday. Anyway – that's all for this episode. Thank you guys so much for watching our lovely 50th episode. Soon we'll be at number 52 and we will have been doing this for a whole year. Holy shit. Uh, don't forget mm-hmm. to like and subscribe. Hit that bell to go to our notifications to know when our videos go up and when we are live. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our socials at High School Backups at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you so much for watching. Hope you guys have an amazing night.